doing it. Um, we are doing it. So, to start us off, what's in your cup? Ooh, I am drinking. I have no idea how to pronounce mine, so. I took my ID to the store today. Uh, when I picked up my antidepressants, so cheers for that. Picked up my happy pills and some wine. I always like the old, if you, if your brain doesn't make enough serotonin, store-bought Store-bought is fine. Is fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I am actually drinking um, Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Love that. Love that. What's in yours? Uh, I got it at Trader Joe's. Um, I'm trying to branch out. I too am drinking a white wine tonight. Love. Uh, Val L O I R E. It's from France, so I know I am not saying that correctly. <laughs> Vignobles. I I have no idea how to say any of this, but it's a muscadet. Is that how you say that? I think it's a muscadet. If I'm muscadet, well, that would be my Correct. Kentucky take on a French muscadet. Wine. <laughs> I'm drinking a muscadet this evening. <laughs> Uh, from Trader Joe's. Very good. A little on the sweeter side. But for a dry loving white wine person, it is, as the cool kids say, it slaps. Yeah. Oh. I'm a little bit of a slut for, like, Sauvignon Blanc. I am, too. Like, Chardonnays for me are way too buttery. Mm-hmm. Or either that or they're way too oaky. I've not yeah. found one that I really like because I think I've been so scarred from drinking one that was so buttery. It was like coat your mouth tasted like you were drinking microwaved butter. Like no disgusting. It was awful. <laughs> like the Paula Dean of wines. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <sighs> the lighter shade of white, the more I tend to enjoy it. I know that that's not a great way to like, look at wines but I feel like Chardonnays are often more of like a like literal yellow yellow, or like a pea color and I'm just like you could put like movie theater butter in a cup and a Chardonnay in a cup and I couldn't tell you which one is which yeah yeah but (laughs) definitely in my white wine era right now I love that yeah but I also can't wait for like 50, 45 degree days, and a nice glass of red wine, too. Oh, there's nothing that I love more of that, like, first crisp breeze of fall. My whole body screams, like, it's time for chili and cornbread on a Sunday night. Like, put it in the crock pot, we're making chili. (laughs) Like, ultimate fall fantasy right there. The other thing that I randomly realized last year, last fall, could have been because I had been on Prozac for like five months. It was nice and in my system and I was feeling, you know, warm and fuzzy on a regular basis rather than just like cold and dead. Um, The first time, and I know you know this smell, the first time you kick on your heat. Oh, yeah. In the car. For, it has, like, that, I don't even know how to describe it, but it the smell is just, like, it's cold outside. Yeah. The leaves are probably changing. And I was just, like, I can totally tell the Prozac is working. That what? smell that lights my fucking soul on fire right now. What is it about that musty, like, has, hasn't been used in six months smell that is so delightful? 
your inner fall girl is just like, hell fucking yes. Oh my god, yeah. Do you go out of your way to step on the leaves that look especially crunchy versus the other ones? Yes. We went, it was, was it fall of 2020? It could have been because we were, I know at that point, as a family, we had all started, like, hanging out more. Like, once it, we were over those, like, first initial, like, three months where, like, nobody went fucking anywhere. Yeah. Caleb's family, we went to some park out on a walk, and we were on some trail, and, like, just straight ahead, the trail was just covered in leaves. Oh. And, like, my inner child was, like... Oh my god, like, I was so freaking excited, and just the noise, like, walking through there, Mm -hmm. I was like, nothing could top this yet for fall. If I'm walking specifically through grass that has a ton of crunchy leaves, I don't even pick my feet up. I just, like, like, shuffle through all of the leaves. Oh man. Um, Because I had, like, an extra boost of serotonin the other night, I'm not totally sure, I brought out... Our fall fucking decorations. <gasps> yes, you did. And I already, I was like, why should I wait until September? No. It was like just the right touch to like spruce up the house. The kids and I were so excited. And I just can't freaking wait for fall this year. Yeah. The last couple of years, I was like, who fucking cares? The world is ending. Everything is terrible. This year, I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. I find myself, well, especially because our winters are literally, like, seven months long here, I find myself, like, yearning for summer, and then when summer gets here, it's so disgusting that I hate it. I hate every second of it. The sun is nice, but when I feel like I have to bring a change of clothes to work, like, one for the ride and one for me working, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. But I feel like I romanticize all of the seasons. Yes. And fall specifically never lasts long enough. Spring, no. the allergies can fuck off. Like, yeah, I don't know. Fall is just, I think I'm a little biased. And maybe you are too because our birthdays are in fall. But I feel like it just kicks off the best, the best portion of the year with like all it's of our birthdays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, getting together, you know, like all of that. And then... Yeah. We rounded off nicely with Matthew's birthday in February. Groundhog's Day, Matthew's birthday. Yeah, Super Bowl (laughs) Sunday. Here we go. Another reason to have, like, chili and buffalo dip on a Sunday. Yeah, Yeah. baked potato bar? Hell yes. I saw something the other day that um, was, like, a mashed potato bar, but instead of bowls, they were using martini glasses. And so you could, like, put whatever... They had a ton of different toppings. But my Irish potato-loving ass is like, will my future spouse let me do this at our wedding? (laughs) And if not, will we get married? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My OCD brain was just, like, the visual layers of, like, potato cheese potato yeah sour cream chives bacon bits all of it yeah yeah oh so good you know what else i am beyond excited about for fall Hmm. 
our 12-foot friends, the giant skeleton, <gasps> yes. will be back. And then didn't you see a werewolf or something? Yes, else? I drove past it. I was driving and did like this. <laughs> As I drove past, like chin to my tits, fully just shocked. <laughs> it was a one of the giant skeletons, a giant werewolf, and then I think the other one was like uh, more of like a zombie or like a vampire skeleton. There were three of them. I'm not gonna lie, like a day later, I made a point to go out of my way and go down that street yeah. and park my car for a couple minutes and go up and send you a picture because it is shocking how ginormous they are. They're so big. Yeah. But I love it. I want one in my house all times of the season. He'll be wearing bunny ears in freaking March and April and like putting putting the star on the Christmas tree in December. <laughs> I am a spooky girl who will use that thing all year round. <laughs> Do it. See if they're out. We will 100% put it on, like, the Instagram page or something. I also love that, like, Karen and Georgia on My Favorite Murder talking about, like, well, where the hell do you store them? Like, they're so big. Like, even if you curl them up, like, knees and, like, elbows into your chest, they're still going to be, like four feet tall, like, three feet wide? I would love to have one. And our basement, where it's open enough, we could probably store it somewhere. But I would shit my pants every single day walking down the basement stairs. Just seeing a skeleton. a skeleton in the fetal position. Yeah. The cats would shit themselves. You know what, they- though? You, would you even need to put it in the basement? Because you could just decorate it up like Jack Skellington and just shove it in Griffin's room. Perfect. There is no way the kids would ever let us remove that from the yard. (laughs) They would have so much fun with that. They would. If they weren't, like, I don't even know how much they are. Like $600, $800? Let's look them up. I just love the pictures of, like, the people in the little, like, Prius cars that will buy one and then it's just like this huge ass skeleton strapped to the top of their car like a fucking christmas tree yeah oh here we go 12 foot skeleton oh wait 16 foot 16 hold on oh they are really expensive actually wait way more than six to eight hundred dollars this one is well you were right on the money this one is 12 feet um, $680. Oh, I think this is the other one that I saw. It was a skeleton with a, like, scary pumpkin head. Ooh. Um, and, uh, that one is $727. Yeah. The next time I go to Costco, I will take a picture. There's a skeleton. I forget how much it was. They already have it out. It's either a rock star or it's, like, a country player or a country musician playing the banjo. One of the two. The kids both were just like, can we get it? And I was like, get me out of the store right now. That just reminded me of a place that Max and I have gone for pumpkins the last couple years. It's southwest of Chicago in like more of the suburbs. But it literally is like a an amusement park, but fall themed. Like, <gasps> that would be so fun. Heather, I'm not even kidding. Like, 
you guys would love it when you said they're like playing the banjo they have a full skeleton band that it's like animatronic that's like playing music max and i went we were waiting in line for something and they were playing like a like a banjo cover of uh i think it was numb from by lincoln park and it was like i've become so numb <laughs> it's like <laughs> the best cover i've ever <laughs> But he and I, like, both stopped and we were like, is that what we think that is? <laughs> like, a bluegrass version of Linkin Park. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, we but, have to go to that sometime. Yeah, it's it's honestly really, really fun. I like it a lot. That would be a lot of fun. And then, of course, we pick the biggest pumpkins and have to just strong arm, like, 20-pound pumpkins, like, 20-minute uh. walk back to the car. <laughs> but... Oh, it's always worth it. Always worth it. Yeah. Well, speaking of creepy things, should we get started? Uh, yes. Do you have something creepy to I tell me? I do have something creepy. Yay! Um, I have a couple stories I want to tell you. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, so I have found stories that people have written in about their creepy kids. And uh, creepy things that their kids have said. So I'm curious if your kids have said anything weird or like haunted. They've definitely never said anything that gave me the impression that they had like a past life, which like I can handle that all day long. Wait, they have or they have not? They have not. Okay. Um, I was always terrified of like hearing them talk to someone on like the monitor oh yes i remember them doing that we never had like a video monitor i i don't know would we have loved to have spent that kind of money on a video monitor sure did we really feel like it was completely necessary no um so which i think kind of makes it even creepier like you're you we would just be hearing the kids talk to someone yeah um Genevieve did go through a phase where she was, like, completely obsessed with me in, like, the cutest way possible, but there were a couple of times I would tell Caleb, like, she will kill me and then, like, skin me and then make me into, like, a lampshade. Like, that's how (laughs) much she loves me, but also the kind of vibe that she's giving off. Like, <laughs> if I can't have you, no one will have you. Yeah. Oh, my that's gosh. That's never been the only crazy thing. So protective. I love it. Yeah. But also a little <laughs> bit demonic, just like us. <laughs> Please put one eye open, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this first one, I've not read these before, so they could be complete Ooh. shit. Um, here's to hoping that they're not, and I have faith in these people. Yeah, um, but this I one is think. titled, quote-unquote, The Funny Thing. It says, my three-year-old daughter has had ongoing experiences her entire life that always leave me creeped out, to say the least. The first notice was shortly after my wife's sister died a couple years ago. At the time, my daughter Hannah was talking pretty well at 18 months. She started talking about her Aunt Des being in our kitchen and that she could see her. She had never met her and she didn't know she had died just a day or two before either. She's seen her and talked about her for a couple weeks and then stopped. 
The second instance also happened two years ago. That was when my wife had a miscarriage with our son, who we named Zane, and were preparing to welcome to the family. Until things went wrong and he died during an early birth. That's really sad. My daughter would often tell me there was a little boy flying around behind me and point to the air over my shoulder where there was nobody to be seen. I just got chills. Isn't that spooky? Yes. But, like, in the best way, like, best way possible. I don't want anybody to point behind me and say, what's that? Or who's that? Someone's flying behind you. And Griffin did that to me when we were staying at that that like cottage or the the log cabin uh, uh, i took him to the bathroom and he points like over my shoulder up towards the light and he goes what's that and i, uh, and I instantly my heart was in my asshole <laughs> okay, it was nothing i feel like i remember you saying like oh my god this just happened when we were well, there the cabin that we stayed in was like creepy what like 300 years old or something crazy right it wasn't creepy, but, like, it, it was, had the potential to be creepy. It was old enough that you're like, ooh, people... Someone, some shit has happened. This has seen the entire life cycle many times. So... Now, when I see old houses, I'll be like, god damn, the amount of life cycles that they've seen. <laughs> but that's how I felt when... Mom and Janet found, uh, like, that antique bed frame for me from a barn sale. It was from, like, the very early 1900s. I was like, this is cool. This is beautiful. I love it. And then all I could think about is, like, the number of babies conceived in my bed frame and also the number of people that died in my bed frame. Yeah, you literally were, like... This is a bed frame that has seen conception, birth, and death. Like three generations at this point. Oh, yeah. And now it's going to a college student. <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't see the beginning of that cycle again. <laughs> yeah. Throw some salt over your shoulders. Yeah, goddamn. So this is continuing on. A few months ago, she started talking about her friend Tutu that she plays with, who is a little boy smaller than she is. She talks about all the things he likes and so on. She will tell long stories about him and one day outright told me he is her brother, that his dad's name is Andrew, and also my name in parentheses. And it says, we recently moved into a new home on a very old 2,600 acre ranch and a few nights ago she was going to the potty within a couple minutes, was screaming in terror for, help, daddy, help me says, my wife actually beat me out of the bed somehow and to the bathroom where our daughter was absolutely terrified and shaking out of control, literally as she sat on the toilet. She said the dark man in the bathroom had scared her. Shut up. I, there's something about, like, dark creatures, like shadow people. I think I would rather see a full apparition of, like, I would rather see... Yeah. That instead of just like a dark shape of somebody, there's something so much more ominous about that. Well, because your mind immediately goes to like demon, you know, stuff like that where you're just like, this isn't good. Yeah, like at least if you see their clothing and like you see you see that they're a human or that they were a human, but the you're just a Civil War soldier. Yeah, no big deal. the shadow people, terrifying. Um. 
It says, of course there was nobody in our home, but as well last night at dusk, as it, was, as it just got dark, I asked her if she wanted to go for a walk with Daddy down the driveway, which is around a half mile long, and she said she did. We headed outside, and then she also asked me to pick her up, which was kind of odd, as she usually walks. I said, why do you want me to pick you up? As I did, and she said, I'm scared. To which I replied, of what? She said, the funny thing beside the house. What funny thing? What do you mean? She said, the funny thing, it looks like a clown, kind of, but isn't. And she had her head buried in my shoulder, refusing to look up anymore. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, <laughs> word of advice to everybody, when you're buying a house, before you're buying a house, when you go to look at it, or before, Google that address. Mm -hmm. I did it both times when we bought houses. As long as no news articles came up, I was like, we should be good. Yeah. But the, oh, the clown, it's so creepy. But it, is but it isn't a clown. And then it says, I tried to ask her questions about what she was seeing, and she was shaking her head no in my shoulder, saying, I don't want to talk about it. I want to go inside. I don't know what she is seeing, what is out here in the woods with us. I don't know anything other than what she is seeing lately is scaring the crap out of her and quite frankly me too now. Yeah. I cannot. That's so... Yeah. I would love to have an old house, mm -hmm. but it's things like this where I'm like new construction only. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it just is so scary. And you want to do a Google search, too, of your area. So, like, where we're in northern Kentucky, I don't believe there were any Civil War battles up in northern Kentucky. Yeah. However, this area was part of the Underground Railroad and people, you know, trying to get to Ohio. Like, figure out in your area historically... What could have happened? You yeah. know, I mean, like, you build a house, but I, I feel like a lot of these, like, souls are often tied to, like, the land, too. Yeah. You know, Honestly, so maybe that's what she saw outside. It wasn't anything that happened in the house, but something outside on the land. That just makes me think of all the weird shit happening. When was it, like, 2016, 2017, when everybody started showing up in clown costumes? Like, trying oh, to terrorize yeah. cities. Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. That, honestly, I think it was just people that were, like, too into, like, the Purge movies. And, you know, like, things like that. Yeah. Where I'm like, you really have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. This Find is, a hobby. This is a weird hobby to have. <laughs> like, yeah. go, if you like dressing up like clowns, go to clown college. Like, yeah. I've heard really? Danny DeVito as the teacher. <laughs> oh my god, can you picture him in, like, full clown getup? <laughs> I, I, I actually did see a TikTok of a girl, um, it was, like, day in the life of me going to clown college in New York City, and she put, like, cartoony, like, teardrops down her face, uh -huh. which was really cute, but then she was, like, filming in class, and, like, sure enough, Danny DeVito's, like, right there, he's her teacher. I could not even imagine. Like, there's no way you could ever take that coursework seriously. But of course, out of all the celebrities, of course Danny DeVito is the clown college <laughs> professor. <laughs> like, nobody's hoping for, like, Jude Law. No, it's definitely, like, 
chaotic, tiny, hilarious, just Danny DeVito. But, yeah, I can't do shadow people. Nah. I've seen a couple TikToks of people catching them on camera, which really, even if it's like 2.30, like peak afternoon, I really, I can't even watch those. There was one that I remember seeing of like, this couple on their couch and they were filming like they had their phone set up on the other side of the living room and they said um, these shadow people keep peeking their heads around the wall where the stairs are Ugh. I'm not kidding you see them lean out the wife grabs the phone and runs around the corner and there's nothing like, yeah. if that was a person, like a real human person, there's no way in the time that she grabbed her phone that they were, just th they were like up the stairs and around the corner. Like, yeah. it was like seconds that she turned the corner. Yeah. And, oh, I have full body chills thinking about it. Like, <laughs> it's just so creepy. Yeah. Ugh. You know what? I've no and I'm sure if I were there in person, I would have a completely different opinion than I do right now. I somehow ended up on Gettysburg, like, TikToks. I don't know. Oh. I watched, like, one video of someone who was, like, you've heard there's a lot of, like, activity here. It was, like, at night. They were by some cannons. And you could see, like, shadow people, ghosts, you know, apparition, walking past the cannons. Mm -hmm. So, of course, because I watched the whole thing, Probably three times, just so I could make sure I didn't miss any apparitions. My next, like, four videos were, like, Gettysburg ghost oh. videos. Um, I hate it. I, I don't it. think a place like that would freak me out because I would expect... It's understandable, to... yeah. Right. But if I'm sitting in my living room and a fucking shadow person peeks out of a bedroom down the hall... I'm burning this goddamn house to yeah. the ground. Yeah. Even more so oh. than, like, when you find a, a big spider in your house and it runs away and you can't find it yeah. anymore. Same feeling of, like, I'm going to burn the whole thing to the ground. We're going to start fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that out. one Figure spider. I don't yeah. care how good they are eating other bugs. Absolutely not. Thank God for, in your case, renter's insurance, homeowner's <laughs> insurance. We're going to hope that they oh. side with us for this. I'm curious, like, I need to do more research on the building that I live in. I know it's old. Um, yeah. I, it has to be, like, early 1900s, maybe even late, eight, like, 1880s, 1890s. Anywhere from, like, that to, like, 1920, I would assume. Yeah. Um, but we had a, a huge storm that struck our neighbor's house. Like, lightning struck our neighbor's house and oh, knocked weird. our power out. It was honestly, it was terrifying. All of us were like drinking and, you know, smoking. It's legal in Illinois, don't get mad at us. And we go out on the back porch because, you know, 10 minutes later we hear like sirens coming as, you know, we're sitting in the dark and we hear like- Did they do like a flash? It was- Or like hear something? It was like the loudest boom and then our power went out. <laughs> we were like, like, did our building catch on fire? Like, what the hell? <laughs> And we're look, you're like, what did our did our building like get get hit? Um, yeah. It was that loud that we definitely thought like it was either us or our neighbor. And so we're trying to like turn the, the lights back on. We're lighting candles and everything. And within a couple minutes, the fire department shows up. 
So we're being nosy neighbors and we're looking out our front little bay window and we see that like people are collecting on the porch next to us. Mowing and, their lawn, or not mowing their lawns, but vacuuming well, their lawns. They were waiting, <laughs> vacuuming their, their front porch, <laughs> but they were waiting for um, the fire department. And so of course we see the fire department go into our neighbor's house. So all of us go out to our back deck and I'm not kidding. It was so funny. Like. We see the most handsome, like attractive helmet off, just ripped uh, firefighter walk in, and we're all, no all of us, our whole group, like just the bender pants. Yeah, men, women, <laughs> all of us were like, yes, this firefighter, <laughs> yum. And then literally, <laughs> literally two seconds later, the fattest like oldest bald cop you can ever imagine <laughs> walks in right behind him. <laughs> it was just the perfect description of like both yes both party. sides of yeah. emergency uh <laughs> responders yeah but you know it kicked our power out and uh, i had to go down in the basement and i couldn't see like when our lights were turning on so i had to facetime my ipad <laughs> from my phone and leave it in the living room because I was running down there and when I tell you this basement there's like rusty bikes that are like no longer the bikes in style that we use like old artifacts creepy I'm only five foot seven but I'm hunching because there are spider webs and spiders getting in my hair like the kind of basement that you go down and you're like a Victorian child has attached their soul to me <laughs> kind of experience and so I had to FaceTime my iPad to make sure, because I ran down, I tried it all. Turns out I was just turning, the, like flipping the fuses on and then turning them back off. And then I ran up, I'm trying all the lights. And so... <laughs> Run back down. <laughs> I was literally trying to limit the amount of time I was in this basement. Because then yeah. at one point you look and there's like a door that's like five feet tall that has a padlock on it. And you're like... I I know we have a courtyard in the middle of all of our apartments that we can't access, so I'm hoping that it goes there. Um, but just like all around creepiest basement I've ever been in, and yeah. I've never felt the same. <laughs> like coming out of it, I'm like, something has attached its soul to me. That Victorian child. Uh, yeah, it probably like died of dysentery or something, you know. Yeah. So, also, <laughs> I think you, need, you and I need to do the trend of like, Things that would send a Victorian child into a coma. Yes. Okay. I have already mentally started a list. I already know the first thing I would say. What would you say? We'll start. We'll give everybody a teaser. What do you think would send a Victorian child into a coma? Um, I think the option of, as an 18-year-old, signing away your life to your country. Um. Or signing away your financial freedom for the rest of your life with student loans. Immediate <laughs> Do you ever they just want to like... go back in time and be like, when it just seems so much simpler, like let me, yeah. let me cobble shoes and make a living off of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, and I've given this a lot of thought because I'm a real hoe for those videos. I think watching not even a full episode, 
We'll say 10 minutes of a Jersey Shore episode. <laughs> we'll send a Victorian child right into a coma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Specifically the cartwheel at the club, Snooki's cartwheel at the club, where she's just like drunk as hell, like bodycon dress that barely goes over your butt, and she's doing full cartwheels in the middle of the club. <laughs> More power to you, girl. I you know what, that's the show I should start watching. Since I work from home on Thursdays and Fridays, I try not to schedule appointments and just like use those as my catch-up day. I should start watching that show because as much as I hate to admit this, I have been watching the new season of the Kardashians. The last couple of seasons on Hulu. Yeah. Love to hate them. I don't uh, even like really, really think I hate them. I just love to be jealous. Yeah. Of them, I think. But I will say, I think it was this most recent season. Chris Jenner, she's talking about Chloe and how if you're lucky enough to have Chloe as your aunt or your mom, you're just such a lucky kid. And my first thought, no joke, was that's Colleen in our family. Oh. Like if you're lucky enough to have Colleen as your aunt or just in your family at all, like you're the Chloe Kardashian of our family. <laughs> Thank like you. Break it. Yeah. I yeah. love Chloe. <laughs> I, I was going to say she's always been my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Her and Courtney, hands down, like two of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I do, yeah. I do like, love to hate them and like love to hate, keep up with them. Yeah. Um, because I can't stop watching their shows. I'm always watching things on like instagram and yeah. you know tiktok and youtube about them even though i don't watch any of their shows they're yeah. just they're just free drama i just live for drama that's not my own <laughs> i know and like i think and this is so weird but like from a, me a mental health perspective they do a really good job i feel like of saying like here's this really bizarre and crazy situation but I'm also fully a full believer of when you make plans somebody else has other plans for you like they just have a really as much as I like as weirdly as this is to say they have a really good outlook on here's this chaotic situation but mm -hmm. here's how it's okay like I'm not gonna let it ruin my day and I'm yeah. like I need to be more like Khloe Kardashian if only we were that wealthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. sometimes I'm like, I get it. I can respect, you know, we all have our human struggles. But goddamn, what is it like to be mentally, like, mentally ill and also a billionaire? Because I can't yeah. imagine that it's actually that bad. <laughs> Maybe like that's just my hot take, but... Half of your problems would be solved because you could afford really good therapy on like a bi-weekly basis if you wanted to yeah yeah there was one episode and i think we should totally do this when mom turns like 70 some big milestone in her life they all found their favorite picture of chris jenner and they dressed up as their favorite version of chris jenner yes. for her birthday party yes I'm here for it. 
Yeah. Somebody we have to do that tomorrow. I. <laughs> <laughs> Not for her, to her. <laughs> oh my oh god. Man. I love our family so much. Like our personality, we are like the Midwestern lower middle class version of the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Like personality wise. With our like Ford Focuses and Honda Civics and minivans. <laughs> yeah, who needs a Maserati when I have a fucking minivan? <laughs> hey, it's got automatic doors too. <laughs> and our kids have never once opened their door straight into another car. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Should we do the next one? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> this is called The Bobos. I guess I should have listed the writer was. This is the user u slash I have 30 teeth is uh, We're not going to judge. The OP. I love it. I hope they have 30. 32 how, is with how many wisdom are, teeth, right? How many are we supposed to have? Let, let me phone my dental hygiene friends. Send <laughs> <laughs> a quick text. I think how many teeth are we supposed to have? Is this person bragging or are they justifying? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I want to say twenty six keeps popping up? But I don't know if that's is that teeth. I really think it's. It sounds like a lot of teeth. I think it's thirty two with your wisdom teeth, and twenty eight. Without. Without. With. I should just Google this, right? Why am I actually texting them? Yeah, we should Google it. <laughs> I mean, if somebody were to tell me they had, because it has to be an even number, theoretically, 48 teeth, my first thought would be, God damn, where are you putting all those teeth? 48? That's too many. I mean, that, yeah, that's way too many. But, like, 30 <laughs> sounds like a lot, too. I or think... does it not sound like enough? Ooh, 32... With wisdom? 28, if the wisdom teeth are removed. So do you have 28? I have, okay, hang on. 28, if the wisdom teeth are removed? Yes. I, How okay. Many, <laughs> I hope you have, like, 31. Some <laughs> rent. Okay, it works. still have two of your baby teeth? I do still have two of my baby teeth, and um, I've switched dental offices. The one dental office I was going to, the dentist gave me some really kind of, like, weird vibes. Like, I feel like he was slightly obsessed with my teeth, which was a little... That's weird. ...for a dentist. But he was like, oh my god, baby teeth? Like, this is... Anytime I see a new dentist, baby teeth? Like, yeah, I don't know how y'all know they all, I mean, it's not like I've got little, like, half centimeter teeth in yeah. my mouth. Like, they look fine to me. Um, 
five, yeah, two Puerto Rican teeth on the bottom. And it's going to be like $10,000 for them to take them out and put implants in. So Why the hell like, do you, you need that? Apparently, the roots will cal- calcify into my jaw. But my argument is... Isn't that a good thing? Yeah. Is that really a bad thing? Won't they just be, like, permanently in my mouth? Like, I don't want to lose any teeth now at almost 37 years old. Yeah. So I have 31 and a half teeth in my mouth. I have 32. And... You haven't gotten your wisdom teeth out? No, because I can't afford to. Um, Are they popped out? <laughs> give me, give me a second. Let me tongue all my my teeth real quick. Um, my my two top ones are pretty popped out. Shut up! Are you serious? Mine yeah, are all they're under- they're they don't feel great. Um, but my bottom ones are. I don't know if the term is impacted, where they're like half out, half in, and my gums are always like super inflamed because I. My, my mouth is so small that I can't get, like, my toothbrush back there. back there appropriately, but also, like, it's freaking expensive to get your wisdom teeth out, and honestly, my I know my dentist can do it, and I love her. She's such a delightful lady. She's so good at her job, but I have heard horror stories from my friend that works at a front desk in a dental office of... They're not that dental office, so that's good. No, not this one. A different one. She said, you know, technically our dentist can remove wisdom teeth, but there have been times where it's a little bit more serious than he realizes, and halfway through the extraction, he has to stop and send them to an oral surgeon. Shut up. And if mine are not fully popped out, I can only imagine that they're still, like, fused to my bone. And I really don't want to do that with just a couple local shots of anesthesia. You know, like, I would rather... I I would fucking bring my own, like, cast iron frying pan to crack myself over the head if I had to. Knock me out. Yeah. So, okay. Question for any dental people that... (laughs) Are or will be listening. I'll send this to Sterping Cody, my my dental queens. Yeah, ask your friends. What is the point of wisdom teeth? Because mine have not broken the surface, and I know moms haven't either. Because I jokingly was like, "Ah, uh-huh, we should really make Dad have a bad day and go get our teeth removed, our wisdom teeth removed at the same time." Should all and, three like, of us? Should all three of us do that? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, ask your friends, what is the point of wisdom teeth? I don't feel any smarter for having them, that's for damn sure. If anything, they're making my life worse. Um, yeah. Because our ancestors have them and we've just, like, evolved to not need them? Maybe because we're not, I mean, my assumption would be because we're not eating, like, as much of, like, a... Like meat-heavy diet, or, like, I I don't know. I don't know. That's just me as a bartender speculating for something I have no idea about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in social services, so fuck if I know. Yeah, ask your friends. We will report back next episode what the hell the point is of wisdom teeth, but go on your story. Okay. How do we get on the topic of fucking teeth? Oh, the person says the username is I have thirty teeth. He that really derailed us. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And 
Thank you. That's been our dental hour. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this one is called the Bobos. It says, this one's kind of short. It says, my four-year-old son started talking about an imaginary friend named Bobo when he was about three and a half. He would say things about what Bobo tells him to do or where he saw Bobo playing. So I asked him what Bobo looks like. And he said, just like me, but with black hair. My son is blonde. And it says, Bobo started to become a more frequent topic. He would say things like, Bobo is at the door, let him in. To which my husband opened the door and said, oh, come in, Bobo. Ha ha, we all laugh. Recently, about two months ago, my son told me, Bobo looks different. He has alligator teeth and skin. <laughs> which is so terrifying. <laughs> says that he keeps talking about things Bobo does and will say, Bobo is at the door. Bobo is a friend. He has a friend, and so they let Bobo in through the door, and he, the dad asked what Bobo's name was, and he says, his name is Bobo, too. And he said, we've recently moved, and for the first two weeks or so, he would say, the Bobos don't know where I live. Now, this week, he stopped mid-play and goes, do you hear that? I need to get the door. The Bobos are here. Oh my god. I would be like, those fucking Bobos. <laughs> what a creepy name, too. Like, I know you've taken psychology classes. Do you remember Bobo the Clown? Where it was like an inflatable clown oh, with like a yeah. weighted bottom. And yeah. it was an experiment to see, like, if you demonstrated, like, punching the clown would these little kids play and, like, play violently with the clown and punch yeah. it and kick it like you did, or would they play... I think that was the basis of it. I just think of that, like, old-timey, black-and-white, creepy-ass clown doll. But he said, Do you hear that? I need to get the door. The Bobos are here. And he runs to the door, opens it, then counts to 16, and then says, Wow, 16 Bobos! <laughs> Again, immediately burn the house to the ground. I know. Says, they followed you to yeah, your new house. To your new place. That says, now he's making a picture with glitter glue for his friends, in quotations. Why do they have to have such a creepy name? Like, and why do they request glitter glue? That is the messiest shit. Why does it start off with one and now two? You know, bring your, your other Bobo friend. I get it. But 16? Get me the fuck out of here. Something is not right. All the comments are like... <laughs> I will never have kids. <laughs> this one says, sheesh, I would stop inviting them in the house. Terrifying. One imaginary <clears throat> friend would creep me out. 16. I know. That Draw found your new house. The found your new house, too. And your four-year-old child let them into your house? Absolutely not. Immediately, no. Ooh, okay. This one, love. The username is spank underscore Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Okay, I have wanted to buy a Frank Sinatra Christmas vinyl. I will never refer to him as anything other than spank Sinatra. Yeah. And you know, like, you know he... This book that I'm reading about women and pop culture and, like... The transformative power of women working together. One of the sections was about music, 
and how Frank Sinatra gained his fame because all these teenage girls were obsessed with him in the same way that like all of these teenage girls were absolutely obsessed with the Beatles. Yeah. But like it just was really interesting. The whole chapter was just them talking about how like teen girls shape pop culture and all of this. A hundred percent. But Spank Sinatra, that is absolutely Thanks, hilarious. Sarah. This one is called Night Terrors. Um, it says, when I was younger, sometime in elementary school, we had moved into a house from our previous trailer. I was a scaredy cat as a kid and have memories of being scared and having nightmares in the trailer, but nothing like what I experienced in the new house. Within the first month of living in the house, I started to see what I can only describe, <laughs> God damn it, as a shadow figure with a fedora. <laughs> A little bit better. <laughs> a little goofy, too, you know? He's <laughs> It says, I never gave him a name or even gave him too much thought throughout the day, mostly because I was scared of him. He lived in my closet and gave me terrible night terrors, all with him as the centerpiece. Things living in closets? Immediately, no. Burn it to the fucking no. The ring has scarred me. That's another thing. I think we all need to watch The Ring, but Johnny forced me to watch that as probably like an 11-year-old, and my my life has never been the same since. I have not watched it since um, no. because I've been so terrified of it, and yeah, that's specifically one that creepy bitch in the first five minutes in the closet, yeah. and he goes, it's not scary, and then her like creepy gnarled body and hands and her head falls. Oh, yeah. oh man. Okay. <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> it says, Eventually my parents got tired of rushing into my room in the middle of the night to calm me down, so they just let me sleep with them in their room. That's very nice I of them. I that. That's very I nice of them. I don't remember any instances of him trying to harm me in waking life. All I can remember are the night terrors he gave me. This one in particular that I still remember in vivid detail to today. To understand the dream, here's a little context. I live in Texas, and my grandmother's house at the time had woods next to it uh, with very big trees. I remember being creeped out by this one particular tree because it looked like the silhouette of a man hushing with his finger. Ooh. Interesting. Now to the dream. In this dream, I was standing on my grandmother's porch. There's a very dim porch light as my only light source, and I can barely see into the yard. What I do see is the tree, right in the front yard instead of in the woods where it usually was. Under the tree, I saw the silhouette of the man that lived in my closet. I couldn't see his face as the tree shade engulfed him in shadows. I do, however, notice him lean forward and do the same hushing motion with his finger telling me shh after that the wind started to pick up and he faded away like a mist oh. the leaves on the trees began to shake violently from all the wind and eventually the leaves turned into bats and they flew away leaving the tree looking dead 18 years old and these dreams still come to me in flashes sometimes they genuinely send chills down my spine just thinking about some of these dreams that is terrifying I can't I still have some nightmares to this day, but none necessarily scare me as much as those I had as a kid. 
the dream that bothers me nowadays are more disturbing or gruesome than creepy. To this day, I don't know whether I just had an overactive imagination as a kid or if something was really following me and giving me those night terrors. Something was there. And then the first comment says, holy shit, other than that dream, I could have written this. And it's talking about a shadow figure who wore a black cowboy hat who lived in the closet closest to his bed. Okay. (laughs) The shadow figure was like, I felt like a cowboy. cowboy hat because I'm like I'm just picturing like him trying to be spooky but he's like I'm I'm gonna get you like <laughs> very hey, southern y'all. <laughs> how y'all do how how's y'all sleep doing now <laughs> I would not be able to take the shadow figure with the cowboy hat that's no. what I would be like who's playing who here yeah I think my imagination would add tiny little spurs and, like, assless chaps to the shadow figure. 100% (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that one wasn't as creepy kid, but creepy dreams as a kid. But, oh. Either way, like, I just, I can't imagine from a parenting perspective your kid being, your kid saying, there's a per- a shadowy person with fedora. I would be like, excuse me? Are you if sure? Said, if one of the kids said, there's a shadowy figure with a cowboy hat, I would be like, you're fine, go sleep. <laughs> He's a nice man. He'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get him a pack of Marlboro, whatever those cigarettes yeah. are. Some chew. Some chewing yeah. tobacco and a spit, spittoon. Or... Reds. <laughs> well, that's this was so fun. Episode one. Yay! Yes. Is that a wrap? Thank you for listening to our first <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun. I love it. Um, we will talk to you later. Until next time. Bye. Bye.